I want to talk to you today about this warning. Don't try to be successful until you do this. Hey, I'm Terry Savelle Foy, your cheerleader of dreams. Thanks for joining me. You know, I love reading stories behind the successes of how people took a dream in their heart and made it a reality. So let me give you a little quiz this week. Which female entrepreneur had no formal culinary or business training when she decided to go into business? She grew up in an Amish family. She had a ninth grade education and started selling her signature food at market stands. Was it Ann Byler of Auntie Ann's Pretzels? Was it Debbie Fields of Mrs. Fields Cookies? Gigi Butler of Gigi's Cupcakes, or Debbie McKee of Little Debbie's Snack Cakes? I'm gonna share the answer in just a little bit. And hey, for my subscribers, I'm doing a giveaway this week on Instagram. All you have to do is screenshot this video and post it to your story. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can see it. And I'm gonna choose three winners and send you my book, The Five Things Successful People Do Before 8 a.m. And I'll sign it, of course. So all you have to do is subscribe, screenshot, post it to your story. And I can't wait to see you on Instagram. Okay, I wanna to talk to you today about this warning. Don't try to be successful until you do this. Now you may have heard me tell the story about Jim Rohn. When Jim was struggling as a 26 year old man, you know, he said he had pennies in his pocket, he had nothing in the bank, and all of a sudden, you know, he's blaming everybody for where he was in life. He met this very wealthy man named Earl Schof, who began to mentor him and teach him. And Mr. Schof was tactful, but very honest with him. And one day he said to him, Jim, what you have at this moment in your life, you have attracted by the person you've become. He went on to say, if you don't have much, perhaps you haven't become much. Deeply offended by this, Jim said, he held up his paycheck to this wealthy man and just defended himself by saying, you don't understand. This is all they pay. Mr. Shove said, no, this is all they pay you. <laughs> he said, don't they pay others in your company five times this amount? And Jim said, yeah. He said, if you were to qualify for five times this amount, wouldn't your paycheck be five times? Jim said, yeah, I guess you're right. Then he began to teach him this life-changing philosophy. This is what he said. Don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Then he said this, and I believe this phrase has the capacity to change the trajectory of your entire life if you let it. This is what he said. Learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. He said, if you work hard on your job, you'll make a living. If you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. And that's exactly what Jim Rohn did. And so can you. You know, the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. Or you could rephrase it this way. Much is required in order for much to be given. In other words, to have more, you simply must become more. So let me tell you the three reasons why successful people say building a personal library is vital to their success. And actually, I wanna tell you real quick, I put together my top four list of books you must read if you're gonna get ahead financially. Now these books got me out of debt, helped me save money instead of spending it all like I did for years, and it set me up financially to enjoy my life. And I truly can't put a price on the wisdom and the peace that I gained from the four books in my list. So if you want that list, click the link in the description and it's right there for you. So let me share 
the three reasons successful people read books. Number one, they want to be mentored by the best. You know, maybe you can't hang out with the most successful people in the world and get personally mentored by them, but this is where reading gives you an advantage. You know, a book is literally the advice, the experience, the wisdom of the person you admire the most, like sitting down with you and just sharing everything they know. Basically, you get to choose your mentor who will have the greatest impact on who you become. Number two, successful people read to grow. You know, successful people are very selective about what they choose to fill their minds with. Brian Tracy said, you are locked in place at your current level of knowledge and skill. You can't go any further with what you know now. He said, your future largely depends on what you learn and practice from this moment forward. Well, rather than get paid for doing typical chores such as taking out the trash, making the bed, or loading a dishwasher like you know most kids do, John Maxwell's dad would pay his children to read for 30 minutes a day. He said, his dad would tell him, he said, unless he wanted his children to grow up and be garbage collectors or housekeepers, why would he pay them to do what is expected of them just for living in the same house? He said, only people that do that for a living get paid for it. So he told his kids that household chores are just part of being a family, but reading will take you anywhere you want to go. Maxwell said that by the time he, his brother, and his sister graduated high school, they were so far ahead of their peers simply because they were assigned to read great books by their dad. Well, by the time John Maxwell's brother graduated college, he was a millionaire. By the time John Maxwell was 28, he had the 10th largest nonprofit organization in the country. By the time his sister was 27, she was running a hospital in Dayton, Ohio. So read to grow. And number three, the third reason successful people read is they read to save time and money. I'm sure you've heard this phrase, but the cheapest way to learn is from other people's mistakes. You know, there's a reason why the most successful people look to others for guidance and inspiration through the pages of a book. Learning from their successes as well as failures, it enables you to avoid pitfalls and traps that could just derail your success. You know, why wouldn't you wanna learn the art of closing a deal from someone who learned the hard way by losing millions of dollars and it only costs you, you know, the price of a $20 book. You can save thousands and even millions of dollars by learning from those you admire. They've already been to court, paid the lawsuit, hired the attorney, had sleepless nights, and paid a hefty price to prevent you from going through the same heartache. So here's the thing. Successful people may only have 20 minutes before they have to be somewhere, but instead of seeing it as only 20 minutes, you know what they do? They see it as a 20 minute opportunity that can be spent reading or learning something valuable. They see five wasted minutes every day over the course of a year as more than 24 hours a day. In other words, a full day of your life wasted that could have been spent learning from a good book. So I wanna encourage you, take a small book with you. You know, as you commute by bus or train, carry one in your purse or briefcase as you wait at the doctor's office or wait to board a flight or travel by plane or take your lunch break or sit in the pickup line after school just waiting for your kids or laying by the pool. Look for opportunities to read, even if it's two pages. It all adds up. So think about it. 
You can learn about retirement investments over breakfast. You can learn a foreign language over lunch. You can learn how to win friends and influence people over dinner. So don't wait for the one hour you don't have. Start with the five minutes you do have and open it up to chapter one. Seize every available moment to grow yourself, to learn something new and expand your thinking. And as Keith Craft says, when you elevate your thinking, you'll elevate your life. So don't try to be successful until you invest in yourself by reading great books. So back to my question from the beginning, which female entrepreneur had no formal culinary or business training when she decided to go into business. She grew up in an Amish family, had a ninth grade education, and started selling her signature food at market stands. Was it Ann Byler of Auntie Ann's Pretzels, Debbie Fields of Mrs. Fields Cookies, Gigi Butler of Gigi's Cupcakes, or Debbie McKee of Little Debbie Snack Cakes? Well, the answer, probably in your local mall today, it's Auntie Ann's Pretzels. She had to tweak the pretzel a few times and then she found massive success. So, you don't necessarily have to have a formal education or grow up in a wealthy family. Study, read, educate yourself by starting with one book, one page, one day at a time. So I hope you enjoyed today's video and don't forget, subscribe, screenshot the video and post it to your story on Instagram. I'd love to give you this book signed and thanks for watching and don't forget, I'm cheering you on to live your dreams. Hey YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to my channel by clicking the button below. And for more inspirational content, click one of the two videos right here. And don't forget, I'm cheering you on to live your dreams.